3: let me grab that,
2: you're our friend.
3: Let me in. Aww.
0: The inner circle, baby. A little bit of the bubbly. The Monday
3: night messiah. For the love of God, stay away from the different dance. <laughs> gentlemen welcome back to the DWI podcast my name is PC Tunney I am the content creator and your I don't know commissioner still of course but just trying something different on for size and that man over there is the other half of the world's greatest tag team never it's him it is him it doth be for old time's sake DPP
2: I like it I like it I've been working on some different stuff for a winner as you as well so I, I'm all down for some new content some new uh I would imagine May after six.
3: 12 episodes, your shit's getting kind of old over there.
2: Well, you know, shit gets old pretty quick, you know.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. That was mean. <laughs> but that's just who I am, and you're used to it. Anyway, let's bring in the funky and oh-so-fresh, the phenomenal A.J. Belaz. <laughs> uh, that, sh- that,
1: was, that was mean, too, but it was so funny again. <laughs> It was. We got a little taste of, like, a little argumentative uh, pot is war, Tony, on that one with the assholery on that one.
3: Oh, you don't even know the half of it. <laughs> I, I know I know all of it. <laughs> oh, I'm not talking about pot is war. That was nothing. Chris, <laughs> Chris, just, Chris, just, Chris just pissed me off. <laughs>
2: What's new? And
1: if, you, and if you want to hear Tony pissed off and not trivia, go listen to the pod where uh, mm. podcast. It's already up on the Chairshot.com. It's
3: a different kind
2: of BS. All I'm gonna
1: say is, all I'm gonna say is, I
3: was right. Listen to the beginning of it.
1: <laughs> oh Lord.
3: Uh, well, guys, we're here again on another weekend, and not, and not the beginning of the episode. I believe it's. Uh, yeah. No, I'll tell you where to get in there. I think it's 1:30 and a half right in there somewhere. Not that I was counting or anything. Um, go ahead, AJ. Yeah, you brought it up. This is your fault. <laughs> Don't look at me. That I know
1: it is my fault. Just being a little cheeky comes with the last name. But uh, another weekend, another another fun, boring week that we probably all had. So uh, I'll steal from Tony a little bit. Uh, how about we do a little bit of uh, what you guys drinking?
3: Look at this this? guy calling for fucking shit around here.
1: Good God! Well,
3: I like it playing.
1: (laughs) Alright. Drink it in, man. Fuck you, I drunk.
0: Fuck you, I drunk.
3: You're lucky I was really mean to Chris on Wednesday night, and then I was fake mean to Dan about five minutes ago. must be all over your ass. Hey, you complain that stuff gets old, so I
1: tweaked a little. One time only. Oh, it's your segment. Run the show there. All right. So, uh, as always, you have me drinking some Miller High Life. And I know for later, for later, because we're all going to do trivia, don't worry, I got some of the hard stuff, some Jim Bean for later, because there's no way I'm gonna do trivia. That's over. Booze, so
0: booze, like, and more boos.
1: Remember
3: Tommy D? I remember Tommy? Tommy from the bar? Tommy? Yeah. No, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm talking bald-headed softball Tommy D. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was was a Jim Beam guy. Anyway, that that reminded me of Tommy. Tommy D. We'll get into Tommy B. Later, but that was Tommy D.
1: (laughs) So, uh, so Sonny, what you drinking over there, buddy? I know you usually have an IPA or three. I have a single hop ale from Founder.
3: It's called Mosaic Promise. Kind of a mosaic mosaic kind of steed glass can. Pretty nice can this year. Um, it's it's just a little bit lighter and easier. It's only five and a half percent, but it was fifteen for fifteen, and it's a beer I like. So I went with the uh, founders, just waiting for uh, Azaka to come back out. That's my favorite IPA from them, but that's what I'm drinking right now. DP, I know you got to explain a boring old bottle of Coca-Cola there, but what are we gonna have after that? Because I know uh, after a week of work, it's party time Friday night. Well, yeah,
2: let's. Uh, well, we'll start with yeah, what I'm drinking, which is a glass bottle of Coke because we went to Costco last weekend and. I saw a big package of the glass bottle of cokes and i said you know what i'm gonna do a parks and rec and treat yourself and get myself some uh treat, coke. You,
3: treat yourself i love it
2: <laughs> so i with that and yeah there'll be some it's just it's it's tough because we don't have any other beer in the house because i wanted a beer um and we're running short on vodka so i don't know if we're gonna run to the store after this uh and get some more <laughs> or just go with the you know emptying the scraps that are left but There'll be some vodka and probably vodka pineapple or, you know, my Becky special, I'm sure, once uh, yeah. trivia starts, because it, you need it, so.
3: Let me tell you, I drink a whole shit ton of vodka Sunday, and uh, oh. I know that uh, Satchel McFlippin's in the general, they finished off a bottle of gin, so it was in a very, very, uh, very interesting evening. <laughs> and they took all my fucking money and cards too, assholes. Oh, come on, oh. every, good. Fucking let's change the subject and tell everybody what's happening this week on the show known as DWI. God damn it. I hate when that happens playing cards. I was winning
1: really. Well, oh, anyway. well it's well, the big show. Angry. <laughs> I don't think we should say sheets because he'll get angry at us. <laughs> Between the sheets. <laughs> sheet
3: sheets. Oh, then I would have won.
1: <laughs> or old somebody
3: still i wouldn't have lost it would have been, that's for sure <laughs> it's been right you wouldn't day. have lost cash it
1: hey, <laughs> doesn't taste good coming back up the nose i'm saying that uh, now <laughs> i'll just
3: actually well i'll wait till you get a drink but i might forget later because i'll continue to be drinking but uh, your your glass bottle of coke is good enough for right now but uh, i'm not gonna jinx it i'm not gonna jinx it I'm not gonna jinx it we'll just let it ride We'll continue to ride. Let it ride. Ride.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You
3: know what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right.
1: Go with with the flow.
3: I got it. All right. This week on the podcast known as DWI, we're going to talk about some cuts that were made by the WWE and how big they are and what impact that's going to have moving forward in the company and kind of what it's going to tell you about there. Uh, We got a whole new set of rules for the NXT UK UK Heritage Cup. A new set of rules as far as we're concerned. Uh, British rounds rules, and we'll get into all of that. The seven participants uh, who have already been named and there is one wild card remaining. We're actually going to talk some pro wrestling Noah and some NWA. We got a topic right there for y'all coming up in the middle here. We're going to get into Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso and the beginning of Sasha and Bayley's breakup. And apparently it was Miro Day this past week on AEW. On All Out and signing everybody who is released from WWE. We got trivia as always. And the boys are going to start their fantasy football pick'em contest. Don't miss that at the end of this show. DPP, ring the bell. See, that bell lingers. Yeah,
2: it's, I mean, it reverberates. It doesn't just, like, can't just cut abruptly.
1: True. A little
3: too, you could put your hand on it sooner. Well, that was a different bell. That's this bell.
1: Yeah, that's so a completely other different bell. bell. Is how about, bell. about
3: your bell? How about AJ's bell? No,
1: that's, that's, nice. that's, that's over there. I
3: that's still, was still going. It. That's
1: that's the computer bell. That's you don't have
3: it? Oh, no, bell.
1: it's it's over there though. i the, I don't feel like grabbing it.
3: Hey, you're ruining <laughs> you're ruining the bit I was trying to do. All right, anyway, WWE cuts. <laughs> I was going to keep going to the Bells for like three minutes, but you didn't have it. Very disappointed.
1: Not, Not going with Hell's Bells on that one.
3: All right. Gerald Briscoe, Mike Rotunda, Sarah Stock, and Anthony Benigno, all part of the cuts for the bigger names. 60 people in all. Some of them were already furloughed. A lot of it had to do with the production of travel and things of that nature. People they just aren't using right now. Um, you guys' thoughts on WWE cutting even more people and, you know, what does that mean for the company right now? It's tough. I
2: mean, you're, we're in a spot where, yeah, they are no more traveling. There's not as many people at the, you know, performance center or now in Orlando that they, you know, you're not really hiring that many people. So you're not going out scouting because you're trying to avoid travel. So it's, it sucks. (laughs) It's, it's just a shitty shitty time, and the shitty, shitty times continue is about as much as the reason why, I think the reason behind most of it has got to be just budgetary. I mean, you just, they just you got to save money somewhere.
1: Yeah, and as you already said, they they were furloughed, some of them were furloughed ahead of time. That's why I'm a little surprised with Briscoe being one of the ones that got cut, but I remember some of the furloughed ones was uh, Sarah Stock and Uh, Rotunda being also part of the initial April Black Wednesday that they had over there, so it does suck. It really does, and especially since some of those names like Rotunda being IRS or even Briscoe being cut. Everyone knows who Briscoe is, one of McMahon's favorite Stooges back in the 90s, so hopefully they can get picked up somewhere, but it does suck. It really does. Hopefully, maybe... And it's going to hurt me saying this, maybe AEW can pick one of them up, or, or an NWA could do something with it, since the whole Lagana debacle. Maybe one of them can fill in Lagana shoes. Who knows? But it, hopefully they do find jobs. It does suck. It's a shitty situation, but in the end, WWE's still a business, so they have to make those tough decisions.
2: I mean, what... I don't know the answer to it, but like, you know, McMahon has a ton of money, you know, and Tony Khan has a ton of money and is able to, you know, still signing new people and stuff like that. And you know, I just wonder, you know, if they're these guys are going to end up getting a job somewhere else, right? If if AEW is able to pick them up, why why couldn't you know WWE hold on to these guys? You're I mean you're losing some really good talent. Is there some other could there be another reason behind just getting rid of some of these people? They want to bring in somebody else or anything like that? Just It just seems odd because you have – I'm sure, you know, they have deep pockets, and if AEW could keep hiring people, is WWE just that overinflated?
3: Well, let's put it this way. Part of that question is is something that is worth exploring, but the other part of it that you ask is, you know, they have deep pockets. Couldn't they just keep paying these people? billionaires don't become or continue to be billionaires without having the same mentality as always. Right. Like dead money really does not compute with them. And they earned what they got. So they were like, well, why? I'm not going to just get handouts. Right. I'm sure they've done enough behind the scenes. Maybe, maybe not. But at the same time, like and I'm not I'm not poo-pooing what you're saying. I'm just saying. That I think is the argument to why they wouldn't do something like that just because it's not in their nature. I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong. You know what I mean?
2: Right. No, I'm with you. Mm -hmm. That's that's just why I asked the question or throw that out there just to get that out there that, you know, why would they do that? Is it just because of that or is there other, other means behind it or what, you know?
3: Well, it should be interesting to see going moving forward. You know, maybe it means that they don't think, like, because if a lot of these people were road and production people, maybe they don't think anytime soon that we're going to end up seeing, you know, uh, them on the road at live events, right? I know their contract with the Amway Center ends on October 30th, and they moved up Hell in a Cell a week into October so that they still could possibly do it there if they wanted to. The 25th now is Hell in a Cell, as opposed to November 1st, I believe it was. I so. Think that's so. something else to look at as well. So in other WWE news there. Um, yeah. One other thing, I, I was going to kind of mention these beyond everything else, but before we move on to a couple of solid topics here, as we're kind of floated into the pay-per-view thing, new uh, Firefly Funhouse character tonight on SmackDown. Any guesses or thoughts or or don't care on that one?
1: Uh, I mean, it's got to be Alexa, right? Like She's just like the whole new character. She embraced Abigail or ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. So that that, that just makes sense, doesn't it?
3: What if it's Nikki Cross and he double-crosses Alexa?
2: I I would not be surprised at all. I mean, I think when it was first starting, when Wyatt was first doing the whole Sister Abigail thing, I think we all kind of thought, like, Nikki Cross would fit it perfectly, and then they never paid anything off.
3: What if they bring back Paige to be Sister Abigail to manage Bray Wyatt? That'd
2: be cool also
1: too. a possibility, yeah.
2: or do you think it's gonna be a puppet? I personally think it's gonna be a puppet. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's gonna we be some.
3: Those other three.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be like Piggy Strowman, or I don't know. Now they already have a pig, so it can't be, uh, you
1: know. Yeah, Huskis. Uh, yeah. It, it it could be like Monster Strowman, or or maybe since you know they they like throwing jabs over at AEW, maybe there might be a Luke Harper jab.
3: What if it's yeah. the tax and the IRS got fired this week? <laughs> <laughs> could be.
1: Well, remember, he did oh. technically get furloughed on tax day.
2: Can we bring uh Can we bring Brother Dallas, Bo Dallas, back and? Have him join the join the group and start him as a tag team when he's not the Fiend.
3: The bell. Totally cool. I like that. I like that. I think we'll end it there. I think we're going to pay our tax, man. And uh, we'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the
0: following. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com
1: thechairshot.com. Always use your
3: head. All matches consist of six three-minute rounds. All matches are two out of three falls. Falls can be won by pinfall, submission, or countout. Once a fall occurs, the round ends. The match ends once a wrestler has won two falls. In the event of a disqualification or knockout, the match instantly ends without the need for two falls. If all six rounds are completed, whomever that's the correct usage there of whomever, if you're wondering. Look it up. It's grammar. It's a fact, Jack. It's, I don't know, the science of English, I guess. It's you could science. say. It's, it's science. Whomever, whomever is ahead on falls wins the match. There will be a 20-second break between each round. The only thing I haven't heard there is what happens if they're tied uh, as far as falls. Uh, like... Like AJ brought up before the show, will there be judges, fake judges on the side? Will we be going to sudden death? I would imagine that's the case. Here are the seven announced participants for the NXT UK Heritage Cup. Flash Morgan, Noam Dar, Alexander Wolfe, A-Kid, uh, the bomber Dave Mastiff. I can't read my own writing. Trent Seven. I was like, <laughs> what? Who's who's the boulder? Um, Joseph Connors and the aforementioned Wild card, AJ. Do you like how they're setting this up? Are you liking who's in it? And any thoughts on who could be that wild card? Uh,
1: I do. I, I do like the entire concept of the Heritage Cup, kind of taking from uh, MLW with the Opera Cup. But it, regardless, it's me nitpicking because I like MLW. Um, which you
3: can see now Wednesday nights.
1: Yes, you can actually see MLW on Wednesday nights now. Um, I do like it. Is but is, since, uh, Regal came up with these rules, right? It was Regal that announced sure.
3: them? I'm not sure.
1: So, so are these like the old Duchess of Queensberry rules when he faced Jericho, like, years ago? I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, if only, if only. I'm not um, sure. <laughs> no, but I like this match, I like the concept of it. Uh, who the wild card could be, uh, the only thing I can probably think of is maybe Tyler Bate or Pete Dunn. Yeah,
3: that's kind of where I was thinking too.
1: But I would love for Trent Seven to actually win this, where it's like, oh, Pete Dunn held the title for like I, over a year and a half or some crap like that, and, um... And uh, Tyler Bate was the inaugural UK champion. Can we have Trent get a little something, a little bit of love? Some British Strong style going on over here? Well,
3: for, well you know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and let DP answer all those questions first before uh, who I would like to see. Uh, there's one of two things I'd like to see for this wild card. Go ahead, DP. Yeah, I
2: mean, I got I got no guesses to who the wild card's going to be. I mean, this is just a...
3: How do you like the format? <laughs>
2: It's different. I mean, I'll give it that. I'm interested. I guess the one like you said, the one question is an answer is what happens if there's a tie. And unfortunately, I get the feeling like we're going to get a tie and we're not going to have an answer to it. And they're going to give us some.
1: everything. I think it said when everything ends after someone gets two falls. I think it says it somewhere on there.
3: Well, that's well, two it's out two out of three, three falls. falls. But it ends. Yeah. If it, it's if, six rounds, though. But what if yeah. it's one-to-one after six completed rounds?
1: Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I could see sudden death. But, uh, or the judges panel, like I said, for the grand championship uh, and impact.
3: I'd rather see sudden death. Yeah. I'd rather see a Same. sack race on consecutive Sundays to determine yes. a winner than fucking judges. Yes. I'm down
2: and for it's that. It's
1: only because I said impact.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... I like. I like. I think it's different. I think it'll be fun and something different to see. So I'm all down. I'm down for it. I'm just. If they figure this out, as far as who's going to win the match, if they do a a last round, you know, sudden death, next pinfall submission wins, cool. Then I'm good. That's fine.
3: I would imagine that's what we're gonna what they're gonna do. I'll tell you, if this was a regular eight man tournament, I wouldn't want to watch it. But to see this different kind of rules and setup. I actually think I'm going to watch this. And as far as the wild card goes, I would like it to either be one of two things, like I said before. Somebody I've never heard of on the UK scene that's up and coming, that's really flashy or really you know, has a great character, okay? And that could be a number of people that you all have heard of before because I'm not that up on what's going on over in the UK, just to be honest with you. Or, why not Wade Barrett? But that means he'd have to stop announcing... Uh, for NXT, and he'd probably have to go over to the UK. But that would be kind of cool if they brought it over here. I don't know if that's possible to travel or someone along that lines that could be over there right now that's worked for WWE in the past that's established. So that's my thinking. Any last thoughts here on the brand-new NXT UK Heritage Cup and the British rounds rules?
2: I just hope that they continue to promote it afterwards rather than that they do on some of these other tournaments you know where it just kind of falls to the wayside like promote it that you won this cup and that you know maybe it leads to a title match or something you know have it mean something i guess
3: you don't want anybody to billy gun the uk heritage cup is what you're saying Fucking a man all right, let's move on to the next topic. Go, go ahead, AJ.
1: Oh, I was there. about to say I completely agree. I don't want. I, I, I like the whole idea of it, where it's kind of like King of the Ring, but don't, just, just, just don't screw it up that bad, or just make it a one-off. Do you think the winner should? Is,
3: does the winner get like a title shot or anything here?
1: I didn't read anything about that,
2: so. Uh. I read here that it Could says, be... following the tournament, the NXT UK Heritage Cup will be defended as a championship under the same
3: rules. Hmm. So Maybe that'd... it'll be the Heritage U- NXT UK Heritage Belt. Maybe somebody will win the Heritage Belt. That'd be cool.
2: It'd be a Heritage title, <laughs> some kind of belt rather than a cup. It looks like there's, yeah, you know, a Where... cup, but yeah. I Where saw have I've never heard of the
3: seats? Heritage title before. before. Have you ever heard of a heritage title before, DP?
1: Nope. It sounds vaguely familiar. Oh, my God.
3: DP, you've never heard of a heritage belt before? Oh. (laughs) Yes, I have heard of a heritage title. Sorry. (laughs) Let's go to the topic.
1: TheChairShot.com. Always use
3: your head. Shout out to Brew City Wrestling. They're doing good things over the summer and into the fall. For all things Brew City Wrestling, you know, check out at BCW1 on Twitter or go to Brew City Wrestling 1. That's Brew City Wrestling, the number one. Brew City Wrestling 1.com. His DP has a sheepish smile, smile over like there. That. Let's stick with the WWE. Let's <laughs> stick with the WWE. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. You guys' thoughts on this coming about? I mean... Does this match make them closer? Does this match make Roman look more like a heel because he cheats to beat his cousin? I mean, where do they go with this storyline? What are they trying to do? Because I honestly would have liked to have seen the family. I, I don't know. Is that where we're headed? Yeah, I think that's...
2: It seems like where we're headed at this point is that they're, they're make him look more like a heel for beating up on, on his own family, but... I really kind of hope that it just, you know, ends up getting forgotten about, and they move to making them a big faction. Because I think, you know, just all of them together would be a lot more interesting to see than them fighting against each other. But, you know, who knows what they're gonna do here? I just, what I really hope doesn't happen is that, which one's wrestling? Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso comes back and turns on his brother, and they split up the Usos. Because that would be. Very unfortunate. I don't think they have a singles career, you know, in, in front of them right now. They're definitely better as a tag team. So I hope they don't do something like
1: that. I I would love to see kind of like a whole. I would love to see a heel family stable and Paul Heyman's like, yeah, I have basically the Samoans helping me out, go forward with my new plan. Brock Lesnar's the past, yada yada yada, but. I, I actually see this being an actual match. Look, have Roman look more like an asshole because, come on, you don't beat up on your cousin. Well, you do if you're in my family, but you, they're they're still close. They're still family. What? I had asshole cousins. So sue me. <laughs> <I>
2: can't uh, say <laughs> nothing. Can't say anything about that.
1: <laughs> uh, but no, I uh. I would like to see down the line the the whole Samoan family coming together as, like, the heel stable, and they're all together, and they're actually taking over SmackDown, Raw, all of WWE. Who knows? But I, I would like to actually see all of them together and have, like, the new Samoan family, SWAT team, whatever you want to call it.
2: Speaking of Samoans, what are the chances Samoa Joe gets into Wrong this faction family. somehow? I said Samoans, part I did the... the family, but the Samoans, he could, you know, become a Heyman guy and, you know,
1: it's be part
2: of this faction or something and the whole, I don't be a whole know Samoan that Joe
3: is, SWAT team. Is Joe even cleared yet to do anything? Uh, or, I mean, nice. honestly, did I, in my mind, I feel like Vince is perfectly happy having Joe on commentary. He's his next King, you know. He's a guy that gives credibility to whatever he says sitting back there because he's been there, he's done that, he's been feared, he's a respected guy, right? And that's kind of what they've been missing on commentary is even though King brought a lot of comedy and a lot of craziness and a lot of humor with him, he had such a long storied and important, you know, Hall of Fame career before he got to WWE. I mean, he was the man in the South and Memphis and things of that nature. And, and he even won the AWA title back in the day as well. I mean, the, the King had credibility. Samoa Joe lends himself to credibility uh, on the broadcast booth.
1: Yeah. I mean, Joe, like you said, with the knowledge that he has, the credibility that he got in ring of honor and total nonstop action. I'm, I'm just waiting for the stroke to happen on Tony's part.
3: Oh, also the NXT champion.
1: And, and NXT, but, but mainly ROH and, and TNA. Come on.
3: I'd say mainly ROH and NXT. Oh,
1: God. Anyway, but he has the knowledge of, you know, he knows names of moves. He can actually say them correctly, you know, instead of just saying, like, oh, yeah, he's going to put him in an arm bar. He actually can say what the exact arm bar is or, or the actual name of, like, the the Japanese name for an octopus hold or something like that. He can actually say these and it's like, oh, he actually knows what he's talking about. And he's most likely done everything in the ring so far. So yeah, I agree that he's going to be the new King, but I would love to see Joe wrestle because holy shit, he's amazing.
2: Yeah. I think it comes down to the injury, right? I mean, yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. I definitely
2: would love to see him back in the ring, but he, and I, 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 I don't disagree that he is, great addition to the commentary table and is doing a really good job there you know while he's recovering and if he's comfortable with that and everybody's good with what he's doing which I think they are I have no problem with him staying there and doing that but I think you know if if there's an opportunity that he could come back and, and wants to get back in the
3: ring and can
2: you know I really hope they can do something with him there but
3: yeah, I mean, I feel the same way about Beth Phoenix and Wade Barrett now recently. You know, both of them do the, do the same exact thing, but for NXT, as far as the storyline goes, I don't know. I, I really don't know what, where they're going to go with this. I mean, you could, you could just have something that's kind of away from where they're trying to go with Roman as far as a badass or a heel or a whatever you want to call it, even though I, I'm not going to say that he is, um, even though he's trending that way. You could still have a really good match between them and have Jay know the fact that, okay, Roman's better, so he knows his place inside of the faction as well. He can be his number one man saying, hey, we went toe-to-toe. You beat me. You're number one, but I still got your back. Hopefully, for me, it goes that way. I don't see it happening. I think I think the earlier thought of Roman is going to use this to get over to be booed if there was a crowd, right? That would kind of be the way they would want to go. I, I don't personally like it, but you know any chance in in blue hell that uh jay uzo comes away with the championship here because there's no chance in hell all right that's kind of what i thought all right that's enough wwe talk for today we got two more quick topics before we get into some of the fun parts of the show take a quick break we'll be right back why should you visit the chairshot.com? thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude.
1: Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. Thechairshot.com always use your head.
3: Don't worry, you'll you'll, you'll figure it out later. I forgot something, but we'll get to it later. I can I can amend. I can amend things. Let's get into Miro debuting on AEW. It was Miro Day. I, I didn't really like the debut. I didn't really like the look. I didn't really like what they did. Apparently, he's Kip Sabian's best man. AJ, you seem equally as disgusted. Go ahead. Get it all out. We're listening.
1: Yeah, the entire thing was so, so dumb. Where it was like, yeah, my best man. And then out comes like a random guy from his Twitch. Okay, here's another thing with AEW. If I have to hear another dig on a Twitch stream, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. As soon as you brought up Miro Day, I kind of just wanted to crack open the Jim Beam now. Because,
3: Jesus <laughs> no Christ. You. No one's
1: stopping you. I don't know No stopping you. I know no one's stopping me, but, like, oh my God. If I have to hear the Twitch thing one more time, because WWE banned it. Anyway. So the, the, the subscriber on Twitch, it's like, no, you're the best man, like, you you gave me the subscription, and I'll, I'll I'll see you in another six months, but you're not my best man to my wedding, bringing out Brian Pillman Jr., which, it's always nice to see him, because he's great, but for a comedy bit like that, you're underselling Pillman so much, and it's like, no, you're you the know... best man, like, you, you're the best I've seen.
3: You bring up Pillman, and I thought that could have been perfect. Miro could have come out and just like, Pillman could have started getting into it with Kip Sabian, and Miro could have come out and shown his muscle. All he did was come out and just be Rusev in AEW. That's all he did. Right? Uh-huh. He could have come out and beaten the shit out of Brian Pillman Jr. and started a fucking brand new feud.
1: That would have been amazing, where it's just like, what do you mean I'm not your best man? You did, it that And then start beating up Kip Sabian, and then you just hear... Her.
3: For bookings, follow me at PC Tony, direct message me. I'm available for, you know, storylines. Yeah, you know
1: stuff. AW's not going to do that. We shit on them too much. Oh. And then and then finally we get no, this is the real best man, and it's Miro.
3: It, it, oh, sorry, you're talking about that. <laughs> <No. laughs> Rusev Udria, Rusev Machka, Miro Machka.
1: Because hey, it's Miro Day, and looking like what Dominic should have been if you go back in time and look at him from SummerSlam 05 just with a beard. With the freaking... bleach blonde freaking hair and the dark-ass beard. Jesus. And then just the whole brass ring speech. Ugh. It, I got fire from WWE. I gotta talk about the brass ring that's not there. Oh, okay.
2: Isn't that, what, isn't that what every... Superstar did when they left WWE to go to WCW, with the same exact thing they did before. That I so I didn't, I didn't get to watch uh, AEW, so I didn't see it exactly. I just heard what happened. Uh, but everything you're describing to me, and the fact that you hated it, and it was just, it's the same old shtick that he did is the whole is the same exact reason why I didn't like when Dean Ambrose came into AEW and is doing he was basically doing his exact same shtick that he did in wwe and it's it's a problem like you said pc you know why why not give him something different you know come out there and do a little something different and start a good feud and be on your way to a kind of a new character would have been a lot better to see than the same old stuff that you were doing before
3: any thoughts from All Out, gentlemen? Anything that you uh, enjoyed or, or didn't enjoy or result or anything that was on your on your hit list here? I, I see AJ chomping at the bit.
1: I, I and- loved the women's match. As I'm pretty sure Andrew said before, so I'm probably just going to copy what he said. Cheetah looked like she actually had a challenge for once because Thunder Rosa actually paid attention to everything that Cheetah did. Where she was one step ahead, like it was actually a good match. It was well paced. Everything else, it's a good thing I cracked open the Jim Beam.
2: <laughs> Speaking of cracking open, what the fuck with Matt Hardy, man? Like, gets cracked his head on the freaking concrete, and they let it, and somehow they let that continue. Like, I it was you know obviously everybody has their opinion on it. it was all over the place, but. You know, I think the, the the fact that they tried to justify it just killed me. Because why not? You can stop this thing and just say, look, he got hit, you got a concussion. We, everybody t- nowadays understands that whole thing and could just go, look, well, we're gonna have the match at another time or something like that. Because I know he couldn't, he wasn't supposed to lose because he had to. You know, he wasn't leaving, but like you can just say, look, we gotta we gotta call this. We'll we'll reconvene
1: another time when Matt Hardy's conscience, you know. Yeah. Cause I can tell you, cause I had a mild one like a like a month or two ago. Your eyes will be dilated and will start going back and forth constantly. I don't care if you say you're fine. Look at the eyes; you can tell the dude was concussed. He could barely stand up. I don't care if someone's like, no, 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 I'm fine. Every person, if they're competing in any sport, will say they're fine if they're like knees bending the opposite direction.
3: I mean, the last thing on it, I guess it. Unless you guys have anything else to add to this topic. I, I can't believe you still won the match.
1: TheChairShot.com.
3: Always use your head. Real quick, folks, I want to tell you to head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. We got a bunch of great t-shirts. A winner is you. Has a couple of them. Bandwagon Nerds. Plat Blast 2020. Get the t-shirt. Do not support their campaign just don't it's not going to benefit anybody um uh, plenty of other great chair shot shirts over there make sure you go check it out pro wrestling forward slash the chair shot all right gentlemen a little bit off of the beaten path here not too much pro wrestling noah in talks with nwa to have nick aldis and the great muda have a match i believe they want to have it over in japan and you're the nwa guy what do you think of this Great exposure for that NWA heavyweight
1: title. I absolutely love it, especially against a Japanese legend like Muda. Against all this, to not only boost the belt a little more, but you know, actually show all this can do other stuff other than just in British wrestling or the people in that are in the states or anything like that. He could probably put on a pretty damn good match. Meltzer, you better make that a four or five. It's actually really good and it's not sloppy whatsoever. Who's but, that? exactly. A,
2: what's a <laughs> sloppy Meltzer? You... I don't know. Uh,
1: a sloppy Meltzer is every positive rating that he's giving <laughs> shitty AEW matches. Ooh. I'm sorry, that was out loud. It was supposed to be that was out loud. I was talking. I understand. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. <laughs> We're getting there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there to blaming it on the alcohol
1: <laughs> but uh no it should be an amazing match I don't care how old Muda is because Muda can still go in the ring so I would love a partnership between NWA and Noah can you imagine what would happen if you had me and Andrew actually work together for once
2: <gasps> oh god it's
1: death oh ah! great
3: isn't this magical <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thanks, Shrek. DP, you got any thoughts on this?
2: <laughs> I guess not. I mean, I. <laughs> it's cool that they're if they if they do get something like this. I kind of feel like, uh, NWA and and you know things in Japan could could work out some really good deals and have some good stuff between the two, much like you know Ring of Honor does with a lot of their kind of crossovers and, and things like that. So, I I would think it'd be pretty cool because you could definitely do some creative things and, and see some matches that you may never get to see. So like, if this is kind of the start of it and, and a big kickoff with, with two of the best, then I'm, I'm down for it. I'm always down for some of that kind of stuff. Cause it's just, it's, it's fun and it's something different and you can get kind of that, you know, kind of goofy fantasy ish booking type of stuff. So, and you get to see some one-off fights or you know, matches that you've, thought you maybe would never see, so I'm, I'm down.
3: I'll just say this, if you're not WWE, it makes sense for you to do things like this. And and I kind of talked about it the other week, kind of like the territory thing or whatever, bring stuff back where you can easily cross promote and make more money, not for yourself, but just for the other company as well. I mean, you're just opening up a, a whole wealth of, of, of avenues for yourself that are not just sitting inside your own box. And and I think that's excellent and awesome in every single which way. And hopefully this becomes a partnership that you can see, you know, much like you used to see ROH in Japan, or New Japan. So that's kind of my last thought. AJ, I'll let you have the last thought here, being an NWA guy.
1: Uh, I am looking forward to see what would happen. Maybe we see a little more of a you know, Muda or Marafuji coming over to wrestle in NWA, get a little more exposure for them in both the Japanese crowd and the crowd in the States. So definitely put in a lot more names. Maybe we might see the GHC uh, champion face off against all this later on too. So it's world is their oyster if they actually do the uh, whole partnership idea.
3: Yeah, and just to add to that real quick, I mean, what's wrong with sending like, a veteran who's been through the whole entire roster and a couple of young guys, either NWA to Noah or Noah to NWA for like two to three to four weeks through to three four tapings, right? I mean, a, a pay per view period or not, it's just going to give more experience and more depth and more flavor to each side of each brand. So, let's get into the fun and games. We talked a lot of good topics today, but it's time for AJ once again to take the reins. <laughs> Usually it's DP sitting here, not me.
1: I know, right? It's different for once, man. D- DWI 244. Shit got different. <laughs> it is.
3: This is episode DWI 244. Thank you for reminding me.
1: <laughs> God, I took over what you're drinking. Now I actually am making you remember the numbers of the shows.
3: Of I you might okay not even money? have to. I might not even have to be here anymore. I might, I might be able to start drinking even earlier on Fridays. <laughs> this is working out excellent.
1: All right. So the fun week that we always have, the always funky, always weekly, phenomenal funky facts. As always, I got you two to pick a little bit of fun with. We even got a fourth yes. bonus question in case there's a tie.
3: Fuck you, Greg DeMarco, and thanks for coming on last week.
1: <laughs> yeah, as as per always, the guest of the week won the championship, so... Uh, Honestly, I,
3: DP and I have not even thrown that. They just... Him and Kenny and Dave can all fuck off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, you know what's funny? Looking back at it, DP... Oh, BS! DP would have actually won that week if Greg wasn't there. Damn it! And yet,
3: yet here I am with the
1: uh, expletives. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. bullshit. No more guests. All right. Well, as always, there's three questions. I actually have a fourth, like I said, in case we get a little too uh, funny and we get a little another tiebreaker. So, uh, Tunny, since for once you stayed and didn't get your alcohol... uh, additives into your system. Oh, so I'm getting it screwed now because I went and got stop. an alcoholic drink.
3: <laughs> That's total BS! But I was... I, was, I, I still have over a half a beer, so no, I'm good, go. yeah. How? I didn't want to go get... I could have got up and got one just for kayfabe's sake, but it would have been getting sitting over <laughs> here getting warm.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. Well, uh... Your work cut out for you. I'll, let, I'll let you go first with door number one, door number two, or door number three. I will take...
3: Door number three, Wayne Brady.
1: Ooh. Where's my, uh, where's, my stuff? Right. where's my stuff?
3: What's going on over there? I'm
1: telling you, it's been a freaking. M- might have to do the Jeopardy theme early for this one. <laughs> there you go. There we go. All right. So you said door number three. Uh, this one is will probably be a little difficult. There's three of them, but can you name all, name as many Ring of Honor Grand Slam champions as you can? Each correct answer will be a point. Grand Slam Mm.
3: champions.
1: Yep. So, World, Television, Tag. Since they're bringing back the pure, the pure counts, and the six-man tag. So one might be a little bit of a really that guy, but the other two are notable names, especially in the indies. Are
2: they so, all in uh, WWE right see. now? Because that's my only
1: shot. No, they're not all in WWE. No, yep. So DP got zero points. He said Styles, Rollins, oh, and Bryan. You didn't get any of them right. No. Oh. But uh, Tunney... Me. Tunny actually got two of the three, Ooh, saying Jay, bingo, Lethal,
3: bingo, bongo.
1: Jay Lethal, Adam Cole, is not one of them. It was actually another Kingdom member, Matt Taven, ah. and Christopher Daniels.
3: ROH, baby.
1: Yeah. I know my shit. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> All right. All right. DP? Door number one or door number two? Oh. Do I get two points, there? You yeah. did get two points. Yes! Yeah, Fuck it, DP! <laughs> Alright. Hey, he can get these next two. He could make it tie up. I got the bonus question.
3: Uh all right, Gene Wood, I'll take door number two.
1: Uh, Gene
3: Wood. Gene, you better knock, knock, and knock on wood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Baby. So with door number two, yeah, this yeah, is going to go yeah, under the whole yeah. Price is Right rules, so closest oh, without going over. Oh, okay. 17. 18. How, I don't know. I'll wait for the question. I'll wait. I'll wait. How many world championships has Hulk Hogan won?
3: World the, championships. The, okay. Are we? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 All right. Yes. Okay, we're good with the rule.
1: Now, now I'm a little curious as to uh, what Tony's question is going to be now. Okay. Come on, guys! Throw out a number.
3: Oh
1: no! I can't unless I got it oh. exactly right. <laughs> so, uh, nice, Tony. Tony, full on prices right at uh DP there. Without even trying. DP said ten. Tony said eleven. The answer is actually thirteen. Oh. <laughs> like it's
2: got to be right around there.
1: Are you oh.
3: counting the IWGP?
1: I am counting the IWGP win.
3: Okay. I almost said 10 and 2 as well, but that's another... Yeah, bitch! That's fucking booyah! The right it's so, not uh, total BS!
1: So, for the last we don't question... We don't even need the third
2: question, because we're good. Just save it for next week. We
1: don't, we don't, but <laughs> The <it's, laughs> listeners want to hear it. I it's, get it, everything it's, right some, it's something nice. It's something nice, especially with... Oh. Something that was uh, brought up yesterday... So, for the last question, in memory of the voice of TNA, good old uh, Barry Scott, who passed away yesterday, you know, the really deep voice that usually did the announcing for the shows, Yeah, he gave a famous tagline to TNA Wrestling, especially in the middle of the shows, what was it? Uh, people watch the actual TNN on Thursdays on Spike mean, you heard it all the time in the beginning in the intro <laughs> <laughs>
2: you
1: got it? I can't believe you're still watching <laughs> That's oh, come on. That's not it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it makes sense. Does this have any at all, or we put
2: the T in TNA? Oh no,
1: no. <laughs> no! What he always said whenever they did the intro for TNA from 2007 to 2012, I want to say, is when they called it Impact. I don't really remember off the top of my head. TNA Wrestling. Cross the line. Yeah. No. So. Okay. Well, uh, oh, Tony's I... just happy that he got his championship back. woo Actually pulling Ring of Honor out of his ass like it's Kyle Petty. No, that's... Come on,
3: that's solid knowledge. Not like Kyle Petty. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm an ROH guy.
1: That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, maybe next time we'll bring up MLW. Let's see how well that knowledge is.
3: Uh, Alright. Do you want me to have AJ Kirsch on for that one? Come on, bro. I got friends in places.
1: <sighs> in low places? or?
3: Oh, Kirsch's going to put you in a headlock. This is a good time to play your theme so you can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> folks we've been drinking it's been great we're getting to the end of the show and it's not too late because we're gonna start the DWI fantasy football challenge it's going all season and it's coming at you right now week one (laughs) DWI Podcast, Fantasy Football League, blame it on the alcohol. All right, gentlemen, the rules are as this. They already know what it is, but I'm going to explain it to you listeners so that way you can kind of follow along, Me, maybe keep your own picks. Stanny Tony rule, standard, standard. Tony, Stanny Tunney tony 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 rule. Oh, standing tony. we got a standing Tony account. Uh, football, oh, food, football rules apply. Uh, 0.1 for every yard receiving and rushing, 0.05 points for passing yards, four points for passing touchdowns, six for rushing and receiving, no bonuses, things of that nature, one point for reception, minus one for a fumble lost or an interception. We've already come up with how we're going to pick these picks. It's going to be one quarterback, one running back, one wide receiver, and one tight end every week. We're going to rotate the order in which we pick them, and you can't pick the same guy Two weeks in a row. AJ, you have drawn the first pick this week. You get to pick the position of the four you would like to draft first this week. So go ahead and tell us the position and your pick.
1: Uh, Let's see. The position that we're going to start with will be the oh-so-popular wide receiver position. And let's see. My pick for this one. Why don't we go with someone? No. Oh. Why don't why, why don't we go with someone who uh, got a brand new team, a brand new contract? I'm going to go with uh, DeAndre Hopkins, good old D-Hop, now a Cardinal, no longer a Texan. So that will wow. be my uh, wide receiver pick for week one. And also, yeah. uh, since there was one rule that you didn't bring up, we're not allowed to pick anything from the Thursday night games. Cause...
2: Well, it already happened. Yeah. Can I pick next Thursday's game?
3: <laughs> no
0: damn it <laughs> eh, it's the <a> buzzer <laughs> oh. there
3: you go there you go alright well since you didn't pick uh, the guy that I uh, the game a guy from the game that I was talking about I'm going to go with Michael Thomas this week seeing as DP is older than me we went by age this week so <sighs> I get to pick second here yeah that two weeks cost you didn't it? Yeah, alright so might- DP what receiver, what receiver would you like this week? <laughs> um,
2: I think I'm going to go Homer and go with Devontae.
3: Devontae Adams. All right. Good for you, Devontae Adams, against the Since Minnesota he's Vikings. healthy
2: before he gets hurt. I'll take him.
3: All right. I am going to go ahead and pick next, and I'll be first, and I'm going to go quarterback. And I am going with none other than – oh, this is a tough decision here. Quarterback, we've got a lot of tough matchups. I'm going with Russell Wilson against Atlanta oh, awesome. because I think Atlanta is that much improved. AJ, you get to go next.
1: Let's see. Let's see. I can't pick Patrick Mahomes. Um, I'm going to go with another person that has a brand-new team. Oh. <gasps> <gasps> I'm going to go with none other than a re- uh, an old quarterback, a really old quarterback. The birdie? Going to go with Phillip Rivers against yeah. the Jaguars.
3: Oh, throwing a curveball. We all yeah. thought he was going to say Brady. Oh,
1: I thought he was going to say
3: Tommy B. Not not Tommy.
1: Fucking Tommy.
3: All right. With the Colts, GP, a plethora of quarterbacks at your disposal. Yeah. Week one here. Just so you know, three points goes to the winner of the week, one point for second place, and no points if you finish last for the week. We're going to add those points up, and we're going to have a Blame it on the Alcohol Fantasy Football DWI podcast winner at the end of the year. Might not win anything for it, but there might be a punishment for somebody who finishes last. Okay. Maybe on your Twitter page, something like that we could do. So go ahead, DP. What quarterback you got this week? Well, I will happily take Lamar
2: Jackson this week then.
3: Okay. I mean Okay. Not not a bad pick there. Uh going well, up against, home against the Browns.
1: Browns. Is is uh, well uh, the is is uh is Miles Garrett reinstated or
3: That doesn't matter. I don't care.
1: Hey, you don't know, he might beat a uh, uh He'll run wild beat him with his freaking helmet like uh he <laughs> did Rudolph.
3: Uh maybe. Maybe. Okay. All right, DP, you had to go last first, so you get to go first here on the last two picks. So why, running back or tight end, you get the first pick. AJ, I'll let you have the pick second first, if that makes sense. Go ahead, DP. Second
2: first. So I got the first pick both times here. That's, uh, got it makes things certainly interesting. Uh, we'll go running back first, and... Boy, that's a tough one. Uh, You know, uh, I think I am going to go with Delvin Cook.
1: Oh, against the Packers. Okay. Against the Packers. AJ? That's not a bad pick at all. And since we're going with running backs, pains me to say it. I love this guy to death because he's really goddamn good. He's just on the wrong damn team. Should be red and pewter, not blue, black, and silver. I'm going to go with run CMC Christian McCaffrey against the Raiders.
3: Well, I like that pick. All right. McCaffrey, Carolina. Uh, Yeah, I mean, interesting deal here. Running backs. What can we say? Uh, I'm trying to look for a really good matchup here. And I'm just going to have to go with James Connors against the New York Giants. Uh, is back. Going to give a whole new uh, level of respect to that passing game. And I think Connors possibly be running wild for the Steelers. DP, we're down to tight end. Pick first. I pick second. AJ's going last here. Who do you got?
2: Well, I'll take uh, I'll take George Kittle for this one. Yeah, you wouldn't. Going uh, Arizona's one against the Cardinals.
3: Arizona's absolutely the drizzling shits <laughs> against tight ends over the past. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. San yeah. Francisco. I am going with Zach, my, uh, my ball, Zach Ertz, Zach Ertz against the, the Washington Redskins. He wants to know why he's not getting paid the same amount of money. I think that that man is looking to prove he's worth that new contract. I'm going Zach Ertz. And to round us off this week, AJ, what you got at tight end?
1: Surprisingly, I'm not going to go with any bucks for week one because they still need to test themselves in my in my book. Uh, so, for my tight end pick, I'm actually going to pick Noah Fant. The Broncos tight end against the Titans.
3: I actually like that pick. I think the Broncos are going to have a hell of a passing game this year with Drew Locke, Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant, et cetera. Jerry Judy, I believe, is on that team now. So nice pick right there. A little fantasy insight from the DWI podcast. Uh, let's review these picks. AJ's quarterback is Phillip Rivers. His running back is Christian McCaffrey, his wide receiver, is DeAndre Hopkins, and Noah Fant from the Denver Broncos is his tight end. DP, he's got Lamar Jackson, Delvin Cook, Devontae Adams, and George Kittle. I'm going with Russell Wilson. Uh, I'm going with Connors from Pittsburgh, Thomas from New Orleans, and Zach Ertz from Philadelphia. That's Blame It on the Alcohol uh, Fantasy Football right here on the DWI podcast. Any thoughts as we start the NFL season right here real quick or on the horn?
2: It's crazy thank that the season
3: started.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank God. Wow. You know, I'm not a big basketball fan. I like hockey, but my team got eliminated, and now uh, football's on, so I get to actually watch it and enjoy that. So yay! I get my sport for once.
3: <laughs> I'm looking to cracking a beer open at 11:55 a.m. this Sunday, right before the Packard game starts, and watching all. Of the football. All right, folks. Uno minuto, por favor.
1: Thechairshot.com. Always use your
3: head. I forgot something before, but we didn't have one planned, so let's do it anyway. Real quick, it's last call. A
0: last call. For alcohol.
3: What do you mean it's last call?
0: It's
3: the last thing we're going to talk about i'm going to give my opinion real quick we're going to go around the horn and then we're going to get the hell out of here so y'all can have a funky fresh phenomenal weekend because trivia rock today so i'm gonna put you over sasha and bailey i think they did it too soon but i'm very interested to see how they're going to do it how long they're going to prolong it what they're going to do moving forward i know we got the brand split coming up here as well or or the redrafting i should say so Uh, uh, As much as I say it's too soon, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with it. AJ?
1: Yeah, I agree with you. It was a little too soon. Try to make it a slow sizzle was probably the better choice, but they already pulled the trigger. I know before that we talked about with the whole draft and and how that's going to work, I can see, (laughs) as Tunney shows his uh, kitty cat, wanting to interrupt the show. Uh come on it, it, it's a good interruption it's a good interruption <laughs> but uh, I, I could see Bailey or Sasha saying I want her out put her to Raw and then you know like Bailey's like get Sasha to Raw I don't want to see her here and then Sasha weasels her way back in with the Royal Rumble like we talked about prior but it's interesting to see how they'll do this but Again, I agree they did pull the trigger way too quickly on this one.
2: Yeah, we talked about it last week a little bit with with Greg on you know when they were gonna finally you know pull the trigger and, and make this happen and that you know they've been they have actually been building on this for quite a while where they kind of teased it and then they got you know they stayed together and were, were kept on going with the best friends thing and you know, I had kind of thought that this feud would would have culminated at last WrestleMania. And it did seem like, you know, WrestleMania as this blow off for the feud, you know, would have been the way to go. But, you know, they're starting to they're starting to do it now. So it's interesting. And it's going to be cool to see where they go with it, I think, because, like I said, they could continue to slow burn it. You know, we talked last week about the opportunity where they can break them up with, the you know, with the draft and move Sasha to Raw and have her make that you know, have to win the Royal Rumble to get her shot at Bailey, and they could, you know, they apparently reinstituted the, you know, people can go on other brands thing with the, you know, Nakamura and Cesaro showing up on Raw, so what the fuck, that's back now? So the, that's cool.
3: The quarterly, what did they say, the quarterly yeah. brand exchange or something? Yeah. It was like some stupid yeah. shit. Yeah, uh, like, uh... what the fuck is that, <laughs> so so
2: they can definitely have her make a surprise appearance or something i you know i think they could if they wanted to continue to kind of build it it's a long way to go to get to at least the royal rumble if they want to wait till wrestlemania to to finish the feud off so they could do it earlier they probably will but it would be cool to see them even continue to burn this one longer if they can cuz i it's just it's been one of the best stories they have and that they have been kind of burning it for a long time with teasing it and then them staying together and then kind of been teasing it a little bit here and there. So it's been cool. And I've certainly interested to see, you know, when they decide to have the blow off and have the the full on match because survivor series isn't necessarily the time for that anymore. Cause it's now about the brands and survivor series. So I mean, we're going to, we'll see. You know, maybe they, maybe they do it at Hell in the Cell coming up here. That's, you know, a good Hell in the Cell match between the two could be the like final match or something, you know, loser moves to Raw or whatever.
3: Last thing I'll say is I, I do believe that they're targeting Royal Rumble to be live attendance. So I want to thank everybody for listening to the DWI podcast this week. Make sure you head on over to the dot check out all the great podcasts. Check out all the great writers and the opinions going on. There's something for every wrestling fan, and there's something extra for every wrestling fan with the entertainment and sports side of the things as well. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash ChairShot. Go over there and make yourself more aesthetically pleasing at every wrestling show that you go to. My name's PC Tunney. You can find me at PC Tunney on Pod is War and Three Man Weave. Shout out to uh, AJ's older brother, Andrew, Christopher Platts on both of them with me, and none other than Ray Cash, on the sports side of things, check out Outsider's Edge with him as well. AJ, what you got going on over there at Chairshot.com and in life in general?
1: Well, you can find me on the Twitter machine at PhenomenalAJB and on Chairshot.com doing reviews and news whenever it comes up, especially with NWA. That being said, September 15th, you'll see something new from me because NWA's David Marquez is doing a United Wrestling Network primetime weekly pay-per-view, just like TNA used to do back when it came back, or came out, sorry, I should say. Kind of wish it wasn't Tuesdays, but yeah, I'll take what I can get. I can finally do NWA stuff. So you're going to have uh, the two matches that were already announced will be Nick Aldis defending the NWA World's Championship against Mike Bennett and uh, one of my favorite since we were talking about mlw a little bit ago alexander hammerstone defending his west coast pro official championship against ej sparks so you'll uh definitely catch a nice little tidbit from me on that and uh also doing some video game stuff i know i've been busy with playing some video games of my own and i'm gonna actually pass it on to the video game man himself dp where can they find you
2: well, speaking of all things video games, when you go to the thechairshot.com in that entertainment section, you can see a brand new video game review that had posted yesterday on one of our favorite games, Half-Life Alyx, which is a phenomenal funky fresh VR game that you can play right now if you're looking to get into VR. Make sure that is the number one game and the game you should highly, I highly recommend you should definitely play. And Follow me all over the worldwide social media interwebs at it's me, DPP. And continue to follow this show at podcast DWI on the Twitter and Facebook.com slash DWI Podcast. I'm also on the Bandwagon Nerds. You can follow that at Bandwagon Nerds. And the aforementioned The Winner Is You podcast is all over Twitter and Facebook at A Winner Is You, the letter U, A Winner Is You. And one last shout-out as I want to say... Uh, rest in peace to my grandma uh, grandma Phelan passed away this Sunday the 6th uh, she was 91 years old passed away happily uh, she was ready to go uh, gets to be with grandpa again so uh, you know rest in peace grandma
3: yeah from everybody here at DWI and 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 the chair shot uh, our condolences and um you you gotta think. I I felt the same way when my grandma passed. I was like, I think the last thing I said to her before I went visit her, she was in hospice. I was like, well now you now you can go spend time with grandpa again, right? Now you guys can go argue with each other and you, guys, <laughs> you can complain to each other about the food being too salty and and the room being too cold and things of that nature. So you know, uh, ninety one years is a very long time. So uh, I'd say, yeah. cheers. Cheers, right there. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers uh, Dedicated episode 244, right there. So, ladies and gentlemen, we did it again, episode 244. With your ears, you've been
0: listening to another edition of the podcast
3: known as DWI. D- w-